Welcome back again. Hmm. It's uh, it's good to be on the mic. It's good to be on the mic. Um. And I am so thankful. Can I just say I'm so thankful that we're in a new month. I don't know what was up with January, but it was kind of like all sorts of sneaky fucked up. Just weather-wise, like, across, um, assuming you're listening in the United States, perhaps, but, um, I don't know, weather is probably a thing all over the world, but things were just wild in my personal life, and I think globally, and it's so weird, because I'm actually not very astrological, but I'm sure there is some explanation in that realm for the month of January, so releasing January, um, embracing this new month in some sort of a clean slate and that's what's really cool it's really easy to kind of jump right into the new year but I feel like that's just so much pressure in general and especially just like you know if you're trying to start a new habit and you're like I'm going to start in the new year and then like what happens when you get derailed you're just like ah, oh, the whole year's gone to shit you could just start over in the next hour you could start over in the next week the next day so many possibilities so i'm definitely the type that embraces um new i guess a new anything i love celebration that's actually one of my hallmarks of being fulfilled with life um so last time i talked a little bit about my burnout uh, my dances with burnout the signs of burnout um even though I kind of tried to or thought I had created my life in a way to where burnout would not really be possible. Um, I'm happy to report in the past week, things have felt a little bit more connected. And I think part of the reason why was a lot of mindfulness practice, slowing things down. In other words, just meeting every hour with presence as much as I could and just relishing in the present moment, just slowing things down. Um, and I think I'm still on this heavy transition and growth process. And today, I want to talk a little bit about something that's still kind of tangential to the the topic of of burnout, um, which is basically ni spontaneity. And so those the two elements of that phrase, right? Ni introverted intuition and spontaneity, they are seemingly um, contradictory. But as I continue to reflect in my own life, I not only did burnout kind of sneak up on me, I think too much predictability, rigidity, and structure snuck up on me. And I wouldn't say I got addicted to it. That doesn't feel right. But I don't think that I implemented regular enough checks into the um the morning practice and the habits and the routine that I had so beautifully built slowly over the course of a month and and over a month and, and two months, two to three months. So I'll say it this way. Um really good, healthy, mature and developed introverted intuition. It's at the mercy of really good and developed extroverted sensing. They work hand in hand. Right. In order for me to develop insights, in order for me to forecast into the future, I have to have really good, objective, concrete based 
um, information. I need to be more often than not present with the world or at least connected to it in a way to where the data that I'm getting, the input, the extroverted or SE input is reliable. And introverted intuition, its characteristics, right? It is primed toward predictability. It's pattern recognizing and it's pattern forming. And it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like Miss Cleo. It's a fortune teller. It likes to say, hey, this is what will likely happen. Extroverted intuition is talking about what could happen. It's about the possibilities. And introverted intuition is about the eventualities. And for better or for worse, it's pretty confident in its ability. So when it comes to building habits and creating a structure, the structure itself can be really, really good. You know, introverted intuition, because it's the opposite of extroverted sensing, what that means is it doesn't do too well being in the present moment and it doesn't do too well getting too much novelty and spontaneity, right? It can get really, really stressed. It needs to find the most, I don't want to say efficient path forward because that's kind of like extroverted thinking, but it has a vision and it is very tuned to like the one path forward. The one path forward that aligns with the um, the NJ's vision, purpose, you know, ideal as outcome, it is over time as it developed primed towards all of the steps and priorities that it needs to do in the day to day to head towards that vision. Now, the problem is if you don't inject some sort of if you don't check in with structures and habits and routines to make sure that it's aligned with your purpose and vision, because you could have a purpose and vision, but SE reality is ever-changing, right? So we start with the best information that we have, but we always have to keep checking in with our vision and, and with our priorities and our structure and routine. And I think to bring it more concrete within my own life, I think where I went wrong, let's say in terms of eating habits, right? One of my successes has been losing 25 pounds in the past three months. I've stalled quite a bit in the past month, and that could be due to a whole host of things. But I will say I can intuitively sense that something feels a little bit different in my body. And I think that probably has to do with the burnout. And I think it also has to do with for 90 straight days, I was eating some of the same foods more out like give or take a few four times a day. Right. And so it makes sense that just the human body, it needs a variety and a diversity of macronutrients and um yeah just like stuff that people eat i'm not a nutritionist <laughs> but it needs diversity otherwise it kind of gets used to these things and it might start to reject stuff that it once loved and i actually think that that works with how an INFJ could fall into a habit even of healthy habits right i think you can have your own your two non-negotiables like for me walking is always going to be a non-negotiable no matter how fucked up my life is i have to get out and walk I've fallen in love with that. And that hasn't really changed, um, even though I have kind of shortened my walks due to this period. But that's number one. And then number two is getting on the mat and doing mobility work. I do animal locomotion movement. Um, and again, due to birth, I've lost a little bit of interest. But when I do it, I'm always like, oh, yeah. Now, there's been other stuff that I've added to my plate, self-care wise, that have fallen off because I wasn't as connected to it or um, I needed a little bit more variety, but I never checked in. I kind of got into this monotonous thing. And what that happens, what happens is if your NI is not informed, if it's not nourished, if it's not fed, if it's not um, 
tantalized with new SE data. I think extroverted sensing or SE will kind of sabotage your NI progress. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, I'm just trusting that that kind of abstract notion somehow translates to whoever's listening, right? And some, again, might be like, that's BS. It's not an INFJ thing. Like, people get tired of shit and they need, like, novelty. And you're right. You're right. Um, you're right. Sorry, I'm actually drinking tea. Forgot that this is a recording and I shouldn't drink tea. Ooh, especially when it's really fucking hot. Um, but yeah, so I have never been so routined and driven as I am in this time of my life, but I definitely in less productive seasons of my life have had this sort of nudge where I'm enjoying being at home. I like the safety of, I like diving into my inner world via NI, but then I'll suddenly get an urge to go get coffee just so I can exercise FE and talk to the barista, right? Or I need to drive. I love driving. That's one of my SE inputs. Being in connection with the road, hearing the sounds of the cars driving by, having my hands on the steering wheel. All of those are ways for me to get in touch with my five senses. And that's an SE activity that I really like. But I will drive aimlessly. I will drive to nowhere and I won't have any structure. Like I need some structure. And to me, that's SE. And then when I do that, I don't really need to do it again for like three months. I will go back to my schedule. And so I think sometimes when you use NI too much, you probably don't even get those nudges to exercise SE. You just keep going and going and going until you're like, oh shit, I am feeling disconnected and tethered. I'm feeling disconnected and untethered from myself and from my NI priorities. And so you kind of have to start titrating in SE stuff. Hopefully before you get into some serious like burnout, but that might look like, for example, I'm like, I need to do my walks. I can feel the immediate positive effects of going out in nature, but I'm going to go out in nature. I'm going to have it be my first thing of the day because it used to be, I used to do it after I worked out and I will just like walk to wherever I want to walk and I won't set a timer because I always used to set an hour timer. And so now I've started to inject aimless walking and that, in a way, I can feel in my body has been more grounding and self-connecting in a way that I never could have guessed just by trusting the nudge, right? Um, taking more time off so you can have more unstructured time. Again, SE is often in the present moment and can resist structure because it doesn't want to, um, yeah, it just doesn't want to be pinned down. It doesn't want to have to consider long-term implications too much. Obviously, cognitive functions don't work in isolation. They work in a fluid dance with one another. But so I, I think I would just say when it comes to your vision that you're creating INFJs, part of it is using extroverted feeling and actual social feedback, people's emotional feedback to refine your vision and make sure it actually takes into account the needs of the people that you're considering and including in your vision but also making sure that you're regularly doing not just exercise, but you're doing like spontaneous, unplanned, unstructured things as well. That, as maybe contradictory as it might seem, actually fortifies NI. While NI do, does well with structure and planning, it also needs to build its own muscle of enduring spontaneity 
and surprise because that means your introverted intuition won't feel threatened, right? It won't be fear-driven. It won't get destructive, unhealthy, or weak. You'll be able to be um, adaptable. You'll be able to balance like your insights and forecasting, but also be in the present moment, but also be able to take into account and respond well and inform your NI even more with unpredictable, you know, experiences. And that will keep you more grounded. It'll probably prevent burnout and it'll give you even more confidence about being right and then also about not being right with your introverted intuition. So play around with that concept. Again, it's somewhat abstract, but that's kind of what I felt called to talk about today. Short and sweet today. Happy Sunday to you or Monday, wherever you are. You love my INFJs. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace.